you are. I thought you were going to wait for me. Hey, Helen! Sorry, I wanted to get here early to get a good seat. I can't believe we get to work with Professor Oberman. He literally wrote the book on Shakespeare. <laughs> we used his edition of the complete works during my dramaturgy externship at the Globe. <laughs> He's a little deconstructionist for my taste, but whatever. Shakespeare, talk about celebrating white man mediocrity. Thy offense is rank and smells to high heaven. Hi, Lyle. Hi, Helen. Hey, Mia. You're looking very powerful today. <laughs> oh, puke. Thanks, Lyle. I'm wearing my best doublet. <laughs> Ugh, get a room. Dimitri! What are you doing here? I had no idea you'd be in this class. Fulfilling my Shakespeare requirement, Helen. Blow winds and crack your cheeks, rage. Blow, you cataracts and hurricanoes, spout till you've drenched our steeples, drowned the Cocks. A 25-year-old Lear. <laughs> so inspired. <laughs> they said cocks. Dimitri, do you think this is a performance class? Thou mockst me, Mia. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, uh, why else would anyone take it? Because I'm doing my PhD on Shakespeare, and you know that, Dimitri. Because Professor Oberman is literally everything? Because the entrenched patriarchy lionizes its own? Who's that? Uh, must be the teacher. Of course. It's a man. It can't be the teacher. It's not Professor Oberman. Hello, everyone. I'm Patrick Goodfellow, Professor Oberman's teaching assistant. I'll be your main point of contact this semester. What? No! Why? Where's Professor Oberman? Oberman is on sabbatical in the woods. Why the woods? Is he studying the symbolism of the pastoral in the Bard's works? No. It's where his sister-in-law has a summer house. But Professor Oberman is supposed to be my thesis advisor. I could be your thesis advisor. I could be your thesis advisor! Uh, are we still gonna be performing, or...? You were never gonna be performing. Your first major assignment is to pair up and do a presentation on A Midsummer Night's Dream for some major university donors at the Campus Literary Fair. Think TED Talks, but Bill Talks. It's due in a month. How many secondary sources will you require? Am I allowed to make a present? Wait a second. Yes, Mr... Lyle Harris. What if I abstain from this assignment to protest this university's treatment of students as expendable cash cows? Then you will fail. Now, let's dive into the reading, then I'll break you into groups. Mm. Stupid. Classes, things were a little different back then. Families had more complicated relationships than we have today, which is why, according to a Freudian reading of A Midsummer Night's Dream, the dream represents the daughter's Oedipal desire not to marry Demetrius, but their own father. Is that true? I don't think that's right. Where did you get that source? Shh, Helen. Maybe Mr. Goodfellow has a point. Maybe there really was penis envy in... Look, this is all quite unnecessary. I read A Midsummer Night's Dream in the original folio. I could tutor anyone who needs it. Dimitri? <laughs> no thanks. It can't really say that. So why would Patrick say it? Oh, I don't know. Possibly because you're all insufferable and have spent the better part of the class complaining about me and playing patty fingers under the desk? Lyle. <clears throat> there is no modesty, Screen. I can see what you're doing. <laughs> Sorry? Sorry. <clears throat> 
My father doesn't approve. <laughs> he, he doesn't like English majors, so we have to grab our chances where we can. If, uh, if that's what you're into, Mia, parents never like me. I can't imagine why. Is this a dagger which I see before me? The handle toward my hand. Come, let me clutch thee. My parents would love you. Oh, wait. Do you two like the same girl? Um, Dimitri and I like the same woman. Oh, how very Shakespearean. Now I'm interested. Tell me more. There's nothing to tell, Patrick. <laughs> Except that I think Mia should go out with me, Dimitri. And I think Dimitri should go out with me, Helen. Ugh, I used to date Helen. <laughs> Dimitri broke up with me for no reason. I broke up with Helen for Mia. Fascinating. And Helen and Mia, you are... Roommates. But I like Lyle. And Lyle? I'm pro a woman's right to choose. And also, I like Mia. <laughs> okay, I'm bored now. God, you couldn't pay me to be in my 20s again. Enough screwing around, let's break into Paris for your group projects. Well, I'll be working with Mia. You know, for an ally, you sure don't let women talk much. Now, let's see, let's see. Mia, I'm gonna have you work with Dimitri. Yes! What? Helen, you'll work with Lyle. What? No! <laughs> Before class ends, I've got a special treat for you guys. Two of us are women. Oh, and my pronouns are they, them. Oh my god. <gasps> Patrick, is that what I think it is? It's Oberman's original draft of his annotated version of A Midsummer Night's Dream. I saw a photo of it once on my personal tour at the Folger Shakespeare Library. I could take you if you wanted, Dimitri. Again? No thanks. That's right. So many years of blood, sweat, and several of my own tears are in this book. It's all of O's research. His study trip to the globe. His residency in Stratford. There's a lot of love and a little bit of magic in this book. Here, check it out. <laughs> it does feel magical. I've got tingles. And it's not from Lyle this time. <laughs> if you only knew how magical it was. It's so delicate. Can I touch it, Mia? You guys are going to be a fun group. I look forward to your presentations. Remember, it's worth 30% of your grade, so you better show up with something great. Oberman will be watching, and he's expecting big donations this year. He wants to buy the Globe. You mean... Tickets to the Globe Theater. Mm -mm, no, the actual Globe Theater. He wants to have it moved here. <gasps> but that's great news for thespians. Don't worry, Patrick. Crowds love me, don't they, Mia? Uh, I'm excited to get started, I guess. Well, we are too, aren't we, Helen? Helen? She was just here a second ago. Sorry. I have a raging UTI. Patrick was just telling us to get started. Should we all go to the library? How many sources do we need again, Patrick? Wait, where is Patrick? Well, maybe he has a UTI. Men can get them too. Groan, Lyle. Seriously, where is he? Well, hold up. Patrick left Professor Oberman's book behind. 
What should we do? Lyle and I can return it to his office. And give everyone else a chance to read all his great marginalia and get better grades than us? <laughs> and no way. That source is invaluable. Uh, could you please stop saying marginalia, Helen? It's making me uncomfortable. I'm just saying. If Professor Oberman isn't here to advise my thesis, at least his book is. Without it, I'm left just getting advice from his flunky TA. Helen, you'd better be careful. We were pretty harsh on Patrick today, and he seemed hurt. He could make our lives miserable. My ex is in love with my roommate. My life is pretty miserable already. Okay, Lyle, hand over the book. Why shouldn't I take it? Because it's big, and that chip on your shoulder is heavy already. Me and I will hold on to it, and we can all share it for our projects. Helen, could you get that? I'm trying to unwind after Patrick's class today, and I'm in the middle of drawing my Rosencrantz and Guildenstern fanfiction comic. In this one, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern hoist each other's petards. <laughs> sure, Mia. Oh, Lyle. Hey, is Mia around? We gotta go to the library before the other students. <laughs> Which is to say, you, Helen, scoop up all the great source materials. But you and I are on the project together. You can go with Dimitri. I know you have a little crush on them. Oh, how'd you figure that out, genius? When we all talked about it at length? Yes. Look, Patrick put us in specific groups for a reason. Patrick won't care as long as the work is good and the donors are happy. You ready, Mia? Hang on. I'm just downloading some fairy songs so we'll have some mood music. What are fairy songs? Mostly harp and some buzzing. You'll like it. No, he won't because he's not going. Oh, come on. It's your chance to get Dimitri back, Helen. Mia, we can't switch partners. <sighs> I am not endangering a third of my grade just because you two want to stack in the stacks. <sighs> That's fun wordplay. Thank you, Lyle. I'm also not letting you use Professor Oberman's book. Give it here if you insist on going. How'd you know I had it? Professor Oberman's book? I'd know that bulge anywhere. Here. Oh, ooh. thank you. Well, Mia and I are going. I'm sorry, <clears throat> Helen. He's just so hot when he takes a stand, you know? Oh, God. What if I have a thing for the patriarchy? It's not your fault. Mm. Internalized misogyny comes for all of us. Come on, Lyle, let's go. <laughs> Great. Now what am I supposed to do? Oh, I knew you'd come to your senses, Mia. <gasps> Dimitri. Uh, yeah, yeah. Hey, Helen. Is Mia around? Wow. Oh, it's not like that. I'm just here to work with her on our project. And convince her to go out with me instead of Lyle. So, uh, yeah. I guess it's kind of like that. Mm. Well... Mia and Lyle just went off to the Woods Library. They're planning on doing the presentation together anyway. Mia can't do this to me. It's... it's not allowed. Look, that's what I said. But would they listen to me? No. I'm just Mia's roommate and Lyle's assigned partner and your ex. I mean, let's face it. I'm the one who stands to gain the least from partnering with anyone here anyway and having my genius interrupted. Unless you were to partner with me. Dimitri, and somehow miraculously fall back in love with me? Dimitri? You ran to the library while I was talking, didn't you? Hello, dear listener. 
Yes, you out there in the audience walking your golden doodle or avoiding your neighbors in the grocery store. You thought you could listen to a tribute on Shakespeare and there wouldn't be any soliloquies? You're almost as foolish as my grad students. Ah, yes, Oberman, taking a brief reprieve from his sister-in-law's hot tub to remind me his dry cleaning is ready. Yes, sir, I'll be sure to pick it up. And to think those graduate students are pursuing a life in academia when this is what awaits them. <sighs> Honestly, this Oberman working for him is not as advertised. I've spent the better part of a decade trying to get him to read a single one of my chapters, but will he read them? No. Will he make me return his takeout orders because this is the wrong kind of duck sauce? Yes. Of course, the dry cleaning is at the dry cleaners on the other side of town. Yes, sir. I'll be sure to be on my way very soon. Ugh, audience. I need a reason to get out of bed in the morning. Professor Oberman's texts are just not doing it for me. Then there are my graduate students who are, let's face it, in some pretty desperate need of having tricks played on them. Oberman wants to remind me of his Elizabethan roughs. They require hand-washing. Do you hear that, audience? Do you hear what I'm dealing with every day? I really need to blow off steam, and tricks are fun. That's just a fact. And I like to educate my students, which is why I was very sure to leave that special edition of A Midsummer Night's Dream in their possession. You see, any soul who reads from it becomes irresistible to all who hear them. And before you get your jerkins in a knot over consent, it only works on people who like each other anyway. Perfect for horny graduate students. It's how I found my Clarence. <sighs> Clarence. What we did in the library basement should have been illegal. And it was in Shakespeare's time. But then he got a career and wanted to eat food that wasn't just freeze-dried ramen. Ugh. Remember to wash the rugs. Ugh. Yes, sir, even the one for your head. I haven't forgotten. I think I deserve some fun, don't you? Also, please scoop the dog poop in the yard. On it, sir. Just as soon as one of those students reads from that book, our fun shall begin. <laughs>